Welcome to The Disappearing Mind, a unique podcast helping you find clarity and support along your dementia journey. Now, join National Dementia Trainer and Coach Don Platt for an all-new episode. Today on the podcast, we're going to have a real conversation on the dynamics of family conflicts when a member of your family has dementia. We will examine some reasons behind the family conflict and discuss some possible tips for minimizing or resolving them. Stay tuned. Hopefully something in today's discussion will benefit you on your dementia journey. Let's get into it. Resolving family conflicts, a topic that I'm often asked to comment on, and I'm not sure I have all the answers for in every family, We can have conflicts, whether we have a loved one or friend with dementia or not. But dealing with Alzheimer's disease or related dementias can bring out many strong emotions. It's no different in families. As the disease progresses, caregiving issues can often ignite or or magnify family conflicts. When a family member is diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease or dementia, the effect on the entire family can be overwhelming. The diagnosis can trigger a range of emotions, including anger, fear, frustration, and sadness. There are many decisions that have to be made about treatment, care, living arrangements, finances, and end-of-life care. As a result, family conflicts can be very common. Your family also has its own history of relationships, roles, and challenges that can affect how individuals react to a diagnosis and how members of the family see their own roles in providing care and support. Consider strategies that promote consideration to lessen some family conflicts. Let's face it, not everybody is a caregiver. The family member with dementia usually becomes the family center of attention. Energy and focus on this person can lead to other family members or other relationships, including spouses or other children feeling neglected, left out, or out of sorts. They may become resentful because they feel they're not getting the attention they need, or maybe they truly don't understand this dementia that's happening in their family. Some people must take over everyday things like chores and they may feel burdened. Uh, This result can cause them to withdraw, uh, avoid family activities, or in the case of people that are married, they could even end up getting divorced because they don't understand what's happening to their spouse. It's important to remember that different people react differently to different situations. Some people will not be helpful at all and will put distance between them and the family. This is often because they cannot cope with the changes that are happening. However, some people who care for family members with dementia find that their families experience a new kind of closeness as they work together to deal with these stressful situations. Some people even show strengths that they never knew that they had. The most common feelings families and caregivers experience are guilt, grief, loss, and anger. 
Rest assured that you are not alone if you find yourself feeling these type of feelings too. There are several tips that we're going to talk about today to cope with these situations together. These are tips. Some of them will work well for you. Others may not work in your situation. But listen to each family member with respect. Try and hear what they're saying. Coping with a progressive illness such as Alzheimer's disease or dementia can be very stressful, and not everyone is going to react the same. Family members may have different opinions. We see this a lot in families. Some relatives may deny what is happening or how bad the person may be, how far progressed they may be in the disease process. A long-distance relative may be resented for living far away, or they may be in disagreement about financial and care decisions, especially at end of life, or if they're not truly seeing the full picture. These issues are complex and require ongoing decisions. Give everyone an opportunity to share their opinion and avoid blaming or attacking each other This will only cause more distress and hurt. Try and share the responsibility. Make a list of current and anticipated roles and responsibilities. A lot of times we want help, but we don't tell anybody what we want. This can be confusing. It's unlikely that you'll divide caregiving evenly, but a thorough list will help you consider roles that may match each family member's preferences, resources, abilities, and emotional capacity. Some might provide hands-on care or make arrangements for a family member to move in with them. Others might be responsible for respite care, household chores, or errands, picking up prescriptions, taking them to the doctor. Your family might designate someone to handle financial affairs or legal issues as they come up. One person may research care facilities or healthcare options. Continue to talk throughout the process and the course of the dementia journey. Keep the lines of communication as open as possible. Try and schedule regular meetings or conversations to keep everyone involved up to date. Discuss how things are working. Reassess the needs of your loved one and decide if any changes or responsibilities are needed. Plan for anticipated changes in the disease process. Cope with changes and loss together. Share what you're feeling. Share what you're going through, even if it's frustration, day-to-day caregiving, repetitive questions, uh, behaviors can really produce stress in the main caregivers. Express that. Find that outlet with your family to talk about what that's like to cope with. Not everyone can do that, but you are going to have good days and bad days, and you need to have an outlet to talk about it. As the ADRD or Alzheimer's disease and related dementia progresses and cognitive abilities change, it's normal to experience feelings of loss. That's why counseling and support groups are really important so that you know and understand you're not alone. You can hear other people's experiences. And believe me, that can be very helpful. 
Caregivers and family members may want to seek support from others who are dealing with similar situations. Attend a support group in your area or join a dementia online community. Seek outside help. If tensions and disagreements are ongoing, you may want to seek help from a trusted third party, such as a spiritual leader, mediator, or counselor. Sometimes an outside perspective can help everyone take a step back and work through difficult issues. Recently, I had a dementia coaching session with a family where I encountered this very thing. And in the encounter, I was able to listen to two daughters conversing about their mother. It went from being a normal conversation to yelling and fighting and even anger, as well as crying. I realized very quickly that this family was in desperate need of support. They hadn't had the outlet to talk about perhaps a history of family issues based on their position as the child or the daughter, who did what. Those things will all come to the surface during this time. It's very important to step back and work through the difficult issues. There's going to be a lot on your plate to talk about. One of the things I recommend is the Alzheimer's helpline. It's a 24-hour helpline, and you can talk to people who can guide you to resources in your area. It is staffed day or night, and that number is 1-800-272-3900. Talk to someone. It's going to be very helpful. Understand how your relationship might change. Dementia can change many aspects of a relationship, but not the need for love and affection. You're going to still have that need, and your loved one or friend is still going to have that need. How do relationships change? Alzheimer's and dementia does not change the person's need for love or affection, but it changes many aspects of a relationship. You could uh, lose the companionship of someone that you've been close to and who's important to you. It could be a spouse, a lover, or a friend. That relationship is going to change as dementia progresses. It could be a parent, a mother or father, where you have been the child and now you have reverse roles and you're the parent. A brother or a sister, These are all very important relationships in our life. But understand, you have to decide what kind of relationship that you want to maintain. And you're going to have to take extra steps to get your needs met, as well as meeting the needs of the person with dementia. They're no longer able to initiate that kind of relationship. You can still have it. It's just going to be different. These kinds of changes in relationships are not easy, and most people almost never anticipate them. They can be overwhelming, to say the least. I recently coached a married couple. They've been married well over 40 years. And what a daunting uh, time that we had as we began to talk about everything that they had done, the roles that they had in the household, the roles that they had in their relationship and with their children, and even in the kitchen and during the holidays. 
that begins to change. And that can be difficult to maneuver while you're going through this process with your loved one and your caregiving. You need help with that. Reach out, talk about it, decide what that's going to look like. A beloved father, mentor, and friend who now has become more of the son and you have changed roles. A dearest mother, the matriarch of the family, that can be very daunting. Perhaps the mother is the glue that held the family together. And now that glue has dementia and is no longer able to exercise that skill that she once had of bringing her children together, the family together, all the things that mothers can do. That's where you need to get support, come up with a plan, and decide how you're going to deal with those changes. You'll need to find different ways to express your feelings and to get your needs met. That's going to be really important. You are important. You're the caregiver, the one in charge, the one making the decisions. Getting your needs met is key in making sure that your loved one has a quality of life that good care decisions are being made in the future. You may also find that your role in the relationship has changed. Perhaps the person always looked after the family finances, and now that's left up to you. Maybe you've never written the checks. Maybe you don't even know what the bills are. You may need to get help, a financial advisor, contact family and friends, I just suggest that you communicate this in the early stages. The best way to communicate with your family member with dementia, how you do that and what you need most for them and to care for them in the future. Providing care for someone close to you can create new sources of stress in the rest of the family. Other family members may not be able to accept this illness. You may resent this lack of help from other family members who don't feel able or for whatever reason does not help out. You may also disagree about finances and care. It is most helpful if these concerns can be acknowledged and addressed. You can do this through holding family meetings, working with a third party or a care manager, Accepting that you're not going to agree on everything and sharing responsibility for care, even if it's not an equal share. Continuing to communicate is going to be key so that no family member feels left out. Common family issues that we see, families of people who have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease or related dementias must face a number of difficult decisions throughout the progression of the disease. Most families will want to keep their residents or their relative home for as long as possible. Family members may think that using a long-term care facility means they failed, failed to care for their loved one or to meet their responsibilities for their loved one. The family member may feel guilty and angry about such a change. Guilt can lead to anger and embarrassment, and these feelings may cause a family member to pass their feelings on to other family members or even to healthcare providers who care for their loved one. 
A family member who shows anger or frustration or even negative feelings is usually going through some of these scenarios. And these actions may be connected to other factors. Maybe you've made a promise, perhaps early in your marriage or in life. You said, I promise I will never place you in a nursing home or long-term care facility, regardless of what happens. These promises are usually made when people are young and healthy and frequently starting out in life's path. These promises may now be unrealistic. Maybe your health is impacted. Maybe your obligations, you're no longer able to keep those obligations. We all say things earlier in life that when we're in this situation, we may not be able to carry out. There's nothing wrong with going back on something you promised, especially when every circumstance has changed. It's okay. Forgive yourself. Isolation. A family caregiver, such as an adult child, may handle the whole household now and find that the responsibility of handling their household and their parents' household is too much. It not only causes a financial strain, but time pressures and emotional strains can take its toll on a child who has their own family conflicts going on. Family conflicts. There may be long-term conflicts in a family based on history, unresolved issues from long ago. These issues may still carry strong feelings and they will rise up during this time. The interactions that can occur between family members can be very intense. These feelings of distress can come up again and it may cause hurt and it may cause distress between family members when they have the added impact of dealing with someone with dementia. Unlearned skills. Family members may have never learned how to work well together. I mean, that's very common in, in families, especially if the children are spread apart or perhaps they live across the country from one another. They may not feel comfortable in each other's presence. Individuals may not know how to listen well or talk clearly. They may not know how to match communication strategies with the needs of different relatives or what that relative wants to know. If a family did not work well together before the major illness, oftentimes it's not going to happen now. So it's very important to know and understand some of the emotions that you could be going through. After all, dementia brings with it a lot of decisions and conflict that you probably never thought about prior to being in this situation. Unrelated problems. Individuals within families may be dealing with difficult situations that are totally separate from, from the illness. Maybe, maybe they're raising a family. Maybe they're under stress or crisis in their marriage or having problems with a child or having uh, going through a divorce, having financial problems. So frequently this can spill over into being a dementia caregiver or contributing to the care of a relative or, or a parent. Showing feelings. A family member may feel guilty about using volunteers or hiring companions to assist when their relative 
with Alzheimer's disease or related dementia still at home. They might even feel guilty relying on um, placing their loved one in a memory care. Feelings of guilt in families can result from their own sense of failure, can result from family history. So no matter how hard it is, this is something that will come up when it comes to making decisions about the needs of your loved one. If you're a family member providing dementia care for a loved one, you know the challenges that it can involve. You know the difficult moments that you go through. There are a few things that I want to say before I close the podcast today. All of these things, living life, can be hard enough. But when you add dementia carrying on it, you need to know and understand that getting help, reaching out, letting your needs be known is going to lessen the difficulty of your journey. There are a few quotes that I want to leave you with today before we close. Sometimes it takes more courage to ask for help than to act alone. We tend to do things and keep doing until we're stressed out or worn out. Please take the time to take care of yourself and to ask for help when you need it. Some days there won't be a song in your heart. Sing anyway. You know, sometimes when you're in the middle of caregiving or you're grieving or sad about a a loved one, a parent, a spouse, Sometimes you just have to find a song. You just have to change the scenario. I know it's difficult, but it can be very helpful on this journey. It is not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. There again, reach out. Talk to someone. Talk to someone else who's a caregiver. This is going to really help you. Take some time. Go to the beauty shop. Go to the spa. Get away. Meet a friend for coffee. This can really change your perspective and help you get that second breath that you need. You never know how strong you are until being strong is your only choice. I just want to say to all you dementia caregivers out there, all the friends and family that are going through this. I just want to encourage you today. I hope that there's something that you've heard in the podcast today that will help you now or in the future. Until next time, try and find joy on the journey and make it a memorable day. Thank you for joining us for the Disappearing Mind podcast. We hope it's helped you find clarity and support along your journey. Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode visit our website to suggest future topics and share the podcast with friends and family.